Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's Breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Will somebody please cue that Hey everybody and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show this week not talking about G.I. Joe I know it's got to be a huge surprise at this point that this G.I. Joe podcast not talking about G.I. Joe for what the 25th week in a row or what have you as God is my witness I'll never watch G.I. Joe again we're gonna do it (laughs) but not this week this is Knowing It's Half the Podcast, and I am Ray Stacanis. I'm Robert Clark Chan. And we are joined by a very special guest here uh, in studio at one of the final uh, episodes being recorded at the uh, the Chanchin Part 2. Yep. Chanchin North. Mm-hmm. It's just a momentous occasion. Should we should we light a candle? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, just like uh, just soak up the acoustics uh, now because... Because uh, they're going to shit? Pretty soon it's going to be hopefully better. Hopefully, hopefully better. better. We'll see. We got good mics now. Yeah, so it's all good. Yeah, but we're joined mic. by a very special, very special performer. He's a musician, uh, musician, magician. I'm, I'm, I'm both and musician <laughs> yeah. and comedy all over LA. It's Jeffrey Thompson. He's here. Yeah. Hey, uh, the world. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey, tell people uh, like what you do here in LA and like what your deal is. Uh, Unfortunately, I think I'm more well known for doing taxes, but you know, I'm also an aspiring actor and you know, I do comedy and I'm pretty funny at that. Uh, got a, uh, a Twitter page. Maybe you've, uh, you, you could check me out on that. Um, what is it? Uh, uh, www.twitter.com uh, 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 backslash uh, one black Jeff. That's O N E B L A C K J E F F. Uh, and I think you might have to do fuck up the URL. Um, is it a forward slash or it's a backslash, right? No, it's a forward slash. Backslash, oh, okay. I think, is when you use uh, files. Uh, no, you're right. I, I get. I did look that up recently, and I will still continue to get those confused. And I think yeah, uh, uh, Twitter now has the HTTPS. The thing is, if you oh, do a secure. Google search for that address, just with no punctuation of any kind, I bet you still get it. Yeah. So you can be. It's we live in the future. It's Clearly, fine. there are, there is only one Black Jeff. There yep. is not a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there is a second Black Jeff, then 
typing in second black Jeff will get you not you, which is what you want. I want to be loved and adored. Um, My childhood rough. Ooh. Yeah, I think most people on Twitter we could uh, yeah agree with that. Let's just love each other, guys. You know, merry you. merry holidays. <laughs> it's a holiday season. <laughs> it's a holiday season, which brings us to this very festive holiday themed episode. Okay, Chan, I got to talk to you about this right uh-huh. now. We discussed having all December long doing holiday themed episodes. When you say we discussed, you mean I was like, we should do all Christmas themed episodes, and then I. Totally didn't do that. So today we're talking about a non-Christmas episode of Samurai Pizza Cats. And what I, makes me such a dope is I was roughly 10 minutes into this episode where the Samurai Pizza Cats go to New York City and meet the New York Pizza Cats and fight crime there. And then suddenly I realized as they're going to Central Park to fight a giant robot. <laughs> and I think to myself, wait a minute, this isn't a Christmas episode at all. To be fair. Correct. I pitched Christmas episodes to Jeff. He was like, Samurai Pizza Cats. I'm like, all right, man. I'm into it. Did they not do a holiday-themed episode of Samurai Pizza Cats? I didn't get that far. I'm, I'm sure they did. Also, if I might <laughs> defend myself, uh, 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 Mr. Uh, uh, RCC uh, reached out to me and said, what's a series from your childhood? Uh, and then I said, uh, Samurai Pizza Cats, but whatever you want to do is fine. No, no, no. Uh, Chan, you said, you said literally three words in a row that Chan fawns over Samurai Pizza and Cats. And he didn't need, immediately you became Charlie Brown's teacher. He didn't hear any more words. It was a brilliant marketing strategy on the, on their part. Here's the thing. I knew that, uh, yes, I like all three of these things. And also I would hate this cartoon because... You just start slamming things together, and no good can come of that. Well, Jeffrey, what? what oh, they actually your... did have a Christmas episode. Sorry, man. God uh, damn it, Chan. Ten, ten more episodes. If I had scrolled down ten more episodes, I would have seen the Christmas episode. This would I have been so, totally thematic. I am so mad at you right now. <laughs> I can't even get the words out. Honestly, that one's my bad. I will cop to that being a bad choice on my part. I'm also sorry. <laughs> Thanks. But you suggested a show that had a Christmas episode, and Chan just opted not to use it in December when we were looking for Christmas episodes. I can't wait. I can't wait to do our big Valentine's special in April. This, It is really the knowing is half the podcast way, though, is to wait till about a month and a half goes by after a holiday and then stack up holiday episodes. Oh, yeah, definitely. That is the thing we have done uh, my, and will always do. My other pitch was hey, why don't we do a whole bunch of Christmas episodes while Gina's on hiatus and then release them out for the next she few got, of the month? Guys, pull back the curtain. Gina got really <laughs> mad at that. Gina got real, real mad about missing. Because she's not here, by the way. Guys, she's making the unicorn. Watch the unicorn. It's great. It's on CBS. So we love Gina. Um, Gina, we miss you. Come back soon. She's not going to listen to an she's episode not, she's not on. Single. She doesn't listen to an episode she is on. So why? Anyway. <laughs> Maybe if we tell her we talked about her. <laughs> well, this is us talking about you, Gina. So you can go ahead and turn it off now. That's we'll great. just we'll leave in the Straight. ten minutes before we actually started. Where we talking about her oh, off air? Oh my gosh. Okay. So, uh, uh, what is your relationship with Samurai Pizza Cats? And um, you you shared something that me and Chan did not know about. We watched it on Amazon Prime. You watched it on Crunchyroll. Correct. Tell us about you in this show. Uh, so. It is a show that I remember watching as a child, but I cannot remember anything about the show. 
So uh, recently it was announced that it was uh, re-airing, like it was being rebroadcast. And I was like, oh, I should like watch it to relive the nostalgia of the show. But obviously I wasn't going to do that because <laughs> uh, who has time to watch I mean, TV obviously, shows? Obviously, thank you. I haven't watched uh, Succession because apparently, like, the first season is terrible. And I had to, like, just push through that so I can enjoy the second and third season. Uh, I hear the same thing about Schitt's Creek. And I, uh, it seems so good that I feel like I gotta, but I don't want to because it's just. It's so much. Like, I have before the end of the year, like, probably like 30 more hours of. uh, I, like, am on episode seven of Marvelous Miss Maisel season three. Oh, yeah. 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 Is that what she's at summer camp? Uh, no, you're seeing uh, season two. This season is, two. This, this is the, the new season. season. Yeah, the new, yeah. I am not caught up to that yet. So, yeah. okay. You got you to gotta get caught up. Got to get caught up on that. Uh, the Expanse, season yes. four just dropped. No, it, 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 doesn't it drop Friday? Does it drop Friday? Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're try- we're still trying to catch up, but it's Maisel okay. dropped, and so we're on top of that. Also, it's Watchmen, and so like... Yes. God, we're gonna, and uh, also, uh, if you watch Runaways... Damn it! I just realized that we haven't watched this week's freaking... My Golden Lord. Compass. Oh, um, ooh. Uh, his Dark his Materials. Dark. So, guys, also the Mass Singer. Uh, Mass Singer's currently airing. How dare you? It's Go great, away, Ray. Get great program. Nobody wants Maybe you the number one show on television. God damn it. I can't believe I brought out the good Fritos for you. <laughs> so so you watched Samurai Pizza Cats as a kid. Yes. And now you, you, you hipped us to this. It is subtitled and dubbed on Crunchyroll. Correct. Okay, so what... Get, well, as we go through it, let us know where the differences are because I'm very curious. I definitely will. Because it occurred to me that this must be a a a, a show brought over from Japan that got dubbed over. Yes, Just, Saban. Uh, have you ever heard of them? As soon as I yes. saw that name, I knew real it was great up. company. Yeah, real oh, good. We've done uh, we've done some Saban stuff. I, I I don't know if you're being uh, uh, sarcastic or not. Very sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have. In addition to the quality of their work, we have uh, heard insider stories that mm-hmm. are. Mm, and they did bring concern. us the Power Rangers. So. Yes. Yeah. And they paid all those actors fair wages for the amount of money that was brought to the company. <laughs> Very <laughs> fair wages. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say that my what I thought this was was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ripoff. Sure. Because uh, I just heard because in, in, at, in that period and honestly even before that. Uh, this is when turtles were really, really big. This is 1990. Yeah. In, in and in '85, like when they broke big in the black and white uh, indie comic scene, there was a rash of ripoffs of them. But and that then really happened they, after the cartoon got big, wasn't no, it? No, it was it was during okay. it was during that time before the cartoon even happened. Then the cartoon happened, whole another wave of ripoffs. Huge and yeah, like, again the the slamming of bunch- from Mars. We have watched an episode of that. Yes, we have. It is atrocious. They're, they're talking about trying to reboot it because all three of the original actors who played the three mice, Jesus. Uh, that's uh, Rob Paulson and uh, the guy from Sharknado, uh, Ian Ziering, is one of the biker mice. Uh, only know him from Sharknado. I'm sure he's done other work. <laughs> And a third person who's also brilliant, but whose name I'm completely blanking on right now. And they all, three of them, are basically like, let's just keep pitching it to companies until somebody <laughs> finally makes the mistake of saying yes. <laughs> and I, you know what? I appreciate that kind of stick to it. Uh, but yeah, so so uh, I did not realize it was ba- uh, like a Sailor Mooney kind of, uh, um, let's dub over this uh, existing cartoon. Uh, and yeah, I, I when I was watching it, I did think that it was a sort of uh, Macross-type situation where they were taking episodes and then just sort of, like, 
completely rewriting them, like making completely different plot lines because they couldn't tell the transgender story that they were telling in Japan and, you know, America or whatever. Yeah, I was going to say, Macross is maybe, maybe not the best example because that was trying to tell very adult stories in a, in a cartoon environment that is going to be presented for kids. This seemingly is just batshit crazy insanity that is, is, I guess, thought through a little bit. And it's just it just seems to me like they're making a dirty little cartoon in, in Japan and they brought it here and kept it as a dirty little cartoon in America. And it was it was shockingly filthy for what it was and when it came out. That, that's where I'm like we open up with the intro and the intro. This has got to meet the Chan seal of approval here. Oh my God. This told you everything that you're going to see and everything that's happening in this universe. There is nothing left to the imagination by the end of it. Chan, I assume you're very on board for this. I'm I, like this is one of those situations where on paper it meets all the requirements that I, uh, I, I have of a cartoon theme song. Like uh, they, they tell you who the people are. Mm-hmm. They fill you in on what their deal is. But uh, I mean, the leader of the bunch, right. a heck of a fighter, makes a heck of a lunch. And little polyester, who's never afraid of going into battle with the bad guys in vain. Now, is it weird that they have uh, a guy doing a Paul Lind impression, <laughs> doing rapping for this intro? Because that was very off-putting. That's the to first me. red flag. <laughs> like this, is, the bad choices are about to be made coming up. Okay, so you in got- that sense, it, it it did fulfill the requirements. Do you guys know how long that opening is? How I assume long? it was 26 minutes long. <laughs> a minute and 30 seconds. It is so close. This is, this is choice Saban Entertainment right mm-hmm. now because this is what he does. He just takes whatever and repurposes it for whatever he wants to do. Also, okay. he started out as a uh, theme song composer. Oh, so, like, okay. like, he's always looking for the angle, like... I guess get more of him into it. If like, you write the theme song, you can claim more money for the episode. We've learned this, <laughs> this in correct. cartoons that if you write a 10-second jingle that ends up in the episode, you get you get songwriter credit for that episode. This is him doing it for every episode for half of the running time of the episode. <laughs> Um, completely outrageous. So we go to, um, let, let's just go ahead and launch into it. Okay. We meet the Samurai Pizza Cats. There are three of them. Well, there's more than three, but there's three in this episode. Can I say something that's going to blow your mind? Uh, oh, <laughs> please like 17? Like, please This do. is like very upsetting. <laughs> in the sub, and I know that I'm like that guy who's like, I'm the sub is no, superior. No, no, I want, I'm that, I no, am bring, that guy. Bring I want to hear it. They're not Samurai Cats. That makes sense. They're Ninja Cats. I... Okay, I wrote Ninja Pizza Cats at first because I thought that was the name of the show, even though Chan clearly wrote Samurai Pizza Cats when he sent it over. I I had to cross it out and replace it with Samurai because I thought the show was honestly called Ninja Pizza Cats. Yeah, it's uh, Kyato Ninden Tiande, uh, forgive my Japanese, Legendary Ninja Cats. Legendary, see, that's a way better name. There's no pizza involved in the original... Like that was just hold on. They had to have changed Ninja because of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Why did they add in the fucking pizza then? Because they still wanted to keep it adjacent to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's that like thing of because uh, you remember in Pokemon they took like rice balls and they call them donuts because they're like kids aren't going to be able to relate to rice balls. Fair. So they're like, what do kids like? Pizza. Well, then they kept referring to places as pizza parlors, but it just occurred to me now, there are no fucking pizza in these pizza parlors. There's just there's just places where people are. There's no pizza involved whatsoever. What is happening, Saban Entertainment? I feel betrayed. As you should. 
Okay, so we meet the Pizza Cats, and they're in the Pizza Cat lair, and they're excited because three of them are going to New York City to meet the New York City Pizza Cats. And near as I can tell, when they start talking about the reasons they want to go and why they're excited about the trip, and it has nothing to do with tourism, seeing America, New York City is a pretty big thing in culture, Mm -hmm. literally each one of them wants to fuck. Correct. They want to go to New York City and bone down. Uh, this is around the point where I put in all caps and I didn't realize that I would have the option of knowing, but now I need to know it because it seemed like they were like, what is your secret? Why do you not want to go to New York? And there was like all sorts of pauses and, and, and looks. And I'm like, I'm like, what is the Japanese joke here? Because there's obviously something that they had to through translation. They're just like, uh, I don't know. Make him like, because he's too short or whatever. Um, so I was thinking the exact same thing when I watched it, where I was like, oh, what's the, what's the actual real <laughs> true story going to be? It's the exact same thing. Uh, the two uh, other ones were just like, oh, yeah, we're going to get a lot of love in New York. And he's like, I don't want to go because I'm afraid that I'm going to be shorter than the foreigners. God damn it. Oh, right. Okay. Little Tokyo. I heard Little Tokyo. I'm like, Little Tokyo and... San Francisco or Los Angeles or somewhere, probably on the West Coast. Little Tokyo in Japan. These are actually Japanese cats. Yes. And they're going to New York, where the big Americans are. New York. And uh, he wants to bone down, but he's like, no one will bone me. I'm too short. Correct. And so he's afraid everyone else is going to get freaky, and he's going to be holding the bag. And also, Asian males are not respected in any way as, a, as sexual objects in the United States. They are They are uh, to me. They are fetish Communist porn. My, there yeah, is so. literally a section of... Uh, pornography for asian men white females and i have seen all of those videos <laughs> um, as, as an ally <laughs> so they decide porn they just, alloy i God just want to move damn on it. i need to write God that sketch it. i gotta, I gotta put together alloy. a sketch team and write it God dang it. So they decide they're going to go to New York. We're going now. And so they get fired out of it. This is so crazy to me. They get fired. There's a giant cannon on the top of the pizza parlor, quote unquote, I'm betrayed, that they get that they work in and they get shot out of a cannon from Japan to New York City, which is 7,000 miles. It's a lot of miles. Give or take. I I don't know the actual geography. Chan, you can help me out with my math. Uh, if I'm even I close, if I'm even close, I'll be very happy with that. Um, but within, I mean, if I'm within seven thousand miles, I'll be happy <laughs> with that. Um, so they get shot out of a cannon, and then we have this extended sequence of them just flying through the air towards New York. Correct. The entire, and I'm glad that this paid off because the entire time they're flying through the air, I'm like, how does the land up op- landing operate for the? And I'm glad they at least did the gag. Mm-hmm. Um, but so they're flying out of. Uh, let's see here. Oh, this is really, really bad. So there's a joke about lemon meringue special pizza that they're going to be missing out on or something. Or, or No, that's on the beach in Hawaii. So it's a joke about Hawaiian people putting lemon meringue on pizza. And once our guys are on the way, the pizza special for today is lemon meringue with fish fillet. Lemon meringue with fish fillet. Yeah. That's very upsetting to me. And so they, <laughs> there's a weird bit where they fly over Hawaii. and then that's, like, I mean, that's straight up stolen from... I mean, I'm sure other people have done it, but Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles used to do that all the time. Like yeah, they joke have pizza. Like, yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. The joke pizza's fine. It's a good gag. I take it all back. <laughs> they're flying over Hawaii, and they're, they're on the beach okay, where hold they're on. using a hot plate. Because I saw this. And, and they're making a, a I, Korean barbecue. I'm, I'm confused. I'm confused. I, I saw this, and I was like, what the fuck is that? Um, the, the shot of the cannon, uh, it cuts to like the digital um, 
computer screen uh, shot of the cannon, and there was something on the screen. I'm like, the fuck did that say? Pretender's new album? The hell is that? So I just pulled it up. For some reason, the English text on that screen is Pretender's new album. <laughs> packed. Like, did someone rip off the, uh, um, uh, like, a Pretender's album cover and make it and, and make it that? Or was someone just, like, put uh, English text onto the screen? Whatever. I don't care. Because also, Pretender's is misspelled. Well, what I would say to that is I could I could answer the questions about this band, but I'd be lying. I would be a pretender. I don't actually know. Good pun. Thank you. Uh, blow it out your Chrissy Hind end. I'll be honest. I don't understand it, but I bet you that's a good it's, joke. It's, it's probably a good pun. It's probably good. God damn you people. Probably good. Do you not know who the lead singer of the Pretenders is? Is that music? Is that Foo Fighters? I hate all of you. <laughs> I used to just hate Ray. I also now hate you, Jeff. I'm sorry. This is fair. Mission accomplished. Mm. We did it. <laughs> I finally brought someone down to my level. <laughs> so we do the gag of them crash because they crash into the Statue of Liberty, Correct. which was a good bit. I thought that was fun because the whole time they're flying through the air with, for what seems to be at least the length of the intro theme song. <laughs> and then I'm just like, how does the, how does the, do they get caught in a net? How does the landing work for this crazy 7,000 mile journey through cannon? And they crash into the Statue of Liberty, this and they're fine. feels a little like uh, like One Punch Man. Like It feels like the show is intended to be a sort of parody of anime of the time. I'm not sure if it is, but uh, it felt a little like it. And so, like, yeah, I, I also dug the, uh, the whole sequence of them flying through the air because it seems sort of like uh, bonkers. I, and- I appreciate silly for silliness' mm-hmm. sake. I think this is, what, this is the thing I think that hit me about it was I appreciated the goofiness and the silliness, what, what really was weird to me is that this came out in 1990 or 91, depending on like maybe the original 90 and then this 91, because they gave both dates on the end thing. Mm-hmm. And th- that's a weird time in cartoons for doing something this thirsty, <laughs> Some, a show this horny for a Western audience as a cartoon just wasn't done if this time it's done now all the time. It wasn't done in 1990. And I think that's what's really like weird to me is I would have been uh, a 13 years old at my thirstiest age when this came out. And I probably would have loved it had I watched it. And now I just feel weird about the whole thing. You know what the energy reminded me of is the Heathcliff cartoon from the mid 80s. Really? Okay. Yeah. There's a sort of Heathcliff like boning all the time. There's a real antic energy to it. And he's. He's like a alley cat, and so like I don't know if they went straight up sex jokes, but it did have that same kind of feeling of a little bit sleazy, and you know it was a little sleazy. It was like sleazy Garfield. I mean, that was the whole idea, right? Canadian yeah. sleazy Garfield. <laughs> I'm also just wondering if instead of like worrying about the content, they were just like, these are cute cats, mm-hmm. yeah, that are samurai or ninja. Doesn't matter. We are Americans. <laughs> And Same thing, really. We can make a whole bunch of money off of this. In fact, if we don't hire writers, we could make even more, more money. money. Yeah. Okay. Here's the deal. Yeah. This all holds up. Because then we get we cut to our the bad guy. I imagine this is the bad guy of the show. Correct. And he is in New York City at a meeting of lots of bad guys. That's the mm-hmm. send-up. And then his crew, uh, who do not respect his authority at all. They are accusing him of just taking a vacation, and he says, no, we're, we're at a convention with bad people. And they're just like, you 
you're you're terrible. I don't know. It's they're, a cheese they're very family mean reunion. It is the cheese family cheese reunion. reunion. So, uh, and I don't know enough about the show to know who these people are or why they're doing what they're doing. But essentially, it's the send up of he's going to a family reunion in New York City, and everybody looks and acts just like him, mm-hmm. except they're all from around the world. So it's all of the international flavor of what he's doing. And and then you can maybe explain to me why they all blow up at the end. Because um, I did not understand that gag even. A that is bit. something I also did not remember or understand. I just assumed that, and I was going to watch another episode just to check. But I'm pretty sure that at the end of every episode, when he's defeated, he explodes in disappointment. I mean, that's a good bit. Yeah, I'm as fine we, with that. You know, Team Rocket blasts off again. He explodes. And as a send up of anime from that era, as Chan has uh, postulated, mm-hmm. you know what? That's a good bit. It's a great I'm bit. It's that. a solid bit. The entire arena, spoiler, like exploding, that's a, a great Good bit. bit. Yeah. So, it, which is weird because most of those uh, enemies were not defeated. It was really just the one. That is correct. And they were just in proximity of him. I mean, this is a fairly... Uh, spoiler alert, the bad guys don't win this. Okay, I just want to put that out there. Thank you. It's standard to the point that uh, people complain about it uh, these days. We're like... Uh, all we have to do to defeat the army is to take out the head bad guy. And, you know, then they do. And then, like, all of the robots or zombies or whatever just all just keel over dead. So, like, they were doing it years ahead. They there were it is. Stomping all over that trope way before. It was cool. Guys, let's take a second. Let's meet the New York City Pizza Cats. Because this is the point of the show where our heroes do. And so you meet. Uh, and let me just describe them and then we'll go into detail. We've got the butt chin New York City cat. Named Cosmo. Uh, not Cosmopolitan like I thought it was going to be. It's Cosmosis or something. We haven't been formally introduced. Cosmopolis is my name. Cosmopolis. Cosmo for short. My- Cosmopolis. Let's work with it. So then you have Dee Dee, who's a lady cat, and everybody wants to bang the lady cat. Also, she's a dominatrix. That is correct. And and let's go for it. And then the third cat is the Sundance Kid, who is a Clint Eastwood-style cat who has pistols and shoots a lot and... Uh, uh, there's a weird obsession with being tall here because they all start measuring each other and then they start just like openly brawling and very hot. There is these cats between each other and across the across the aisle to the other pizza cats. They're openly hostile towards literally everybody who's on their own team and they are physically getting into confrontations with each other all throughout the episode. That is on brand for cats. Okay, okay. I hadn't thought about it like from the cat angle, yeah. more of the hero angle, where mm-hmm. it didn't make a lot of sense that I they'd mean, just be constantly fighting each other the whole time. That's every Marvel team up. Oh, yeah, you, mm-hmm. you are correct. Interesting, interesting. Heck, uh, fun uh, translation note. Uh, yes. <laughs> different names. Uh, so, first of all, the uh, handsome cat, his name is Prinsu. Uh, and, sure. uh, Love it. Yeah, it's Prince, Madonna, and Michael. Uh, what? And, uh, no. So if you notice, uh, when Sundance Kid introduces himself, he does a moonwalk. He does a moonwalk. Yes. I wondered about that. Okay. Uh, but the thing about uh, Prince uh, that is my favorite is the voice actor for Prince has such a handsome voice. Is oh. is it like a like a deep black man voice? No, it's like uh, like sexy Japanese man voice. Like uh, any like shoujo anime where there's like the so, prince so, character, yeah. Subarashi, I Subarashi, right? Like I was just like, like I was listening like in headphones. I was just like, oh my god, I went through like pu- pu- puberty. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was like a very sexy cat. Uh, so just 
watch it just to hear how sexy this cat is. And he has a butt chin. Yeah. Which I very much appreciate. Because as soon as somebody shows up with a butt chin, you're like, you are sexy. That's why I had to grow a beard. My butt chin was too strong. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. People just always coming up on this, trying to get a piece. Ladies, I'm taken. Gentlemen, I guess I'm taken too. That's fine. Oh, that's uh, guys, fine. Yeah, I, just, you know what? Hard. I just appreciate the attention. Yeah. It's, at the end of the sometimes day. Sometimes it's just nice to compliment people, you know? Thank you. Thank <clears> you. <throat> How do you get to Cosmopolis from Prince? You're not trying very hard. <laughs> So moving forward, uh, we go back to the Cheese family reunion. That's it. So now we, we're going to meet. So there's a big thing between the Sundance kid and Third Cat, whose name I completely didn't write down, nor did I care to. Was it Speedy Cerviche? Uh, was it Pururun, also known as Polyester? Jesus. Or was it no. Sukashi, also known as Guido Anchovy? All of that is I terrible. I think it's good. So the short one's name is Guido? No, the short one is uh, Speedy. 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 They called him Speedy. Okay. So Speedy and uh, the Sundance Kid were fighting over the whole thing. Sundance Kid is a quarter of an inch taller, so of course he's a superior uh, vessel of humanity or something. So we're introduced to his... Thank you. To his girlfriend, uh, Lucinda, who apparently is a twin of some girl that they're all thirsty for back in Japan. That is correct. And... And then they're shot at by automatic gunfire on the streets, and then no one talks about it again. That is correct. What was happening in the Japanese version? Because in my mind, I was like, there's some information being left out here. They're talking to her. She says, or somebody says, duck, there's a machine gun that shoots them all. And then we just cut to the next scene, and it's never spoken of again. This was very confusing to me. Yep, it was confusing for both versions. <laughs> So it didn't get any better in the Japanese have, yeah. version. Yeah, I was looking at like the run times. The only like real difference in runtime was uh, after the... So you would think that the English version of the opening was a longer version. I know we're oh, backtracking. No. But after the oh, uh, no. one minute, 30 second song, which is amazing in Japanese, yeah. it's like, freedom, we're free, cats, we're really great, <laughs> and we're free. Uh <laughs> And, like, it doesn't really talk about, like, the background or anything, no exposition. But then you have 30 seconds of just, like, this is what's going on. And these are the samurai pizza cats. <laughs> and this is their army. And these are their friends. And this is their story. Gung. Oh, it's like episode. a Law and Order episode. Basically. Dun, dun. I, I might be doing it, like, a little bit more dramatically. I might have taken some artistic life. I don't think you took any. I believe that, so uh, in fact, you did it the perfect amount. Oh, my God. There it is. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I did wonder, because in all caps, I have right after this... Uh, I thought automatic weapons were outlawed in New York. I wrote, is that a joke? Because... I mean, it's it a was, true statement. It was a punchline. It was delivered like a punchline. It was the end there. Like, what the fuck was that? And this is where I'm getting at with this episode, is that they did a lot of just weird, random things which I guess were delightful, but I just would have appreciated some explanation of how it fits in this universe. Why are they getting shot at on the streets of New York where they don't know anybody? Who is shooting at them with a Gatling gun? And why is it not an issue five seconds later and we never speak of it again? Like, that just, like, that is a pretty... If that happened to me today, it's all I would want to talk about the rest of my life. But the news still wouldn't cover it. They wouldn't, no. Wow, that's life in America, guys. Wow. Wow, guys. I think we really hit on something here. Yeah. 
G.I. Joe will return after these messages. Cats, the number one family musical in America. Cats, the world's most thrilling theatrical event. Cats, the magic, the mystery, the memory will live forever. Cats, the seven-time Tony Award winner, the once-in-a-lifetime experience, the most exciting family musical in a word. Cats at the Winter Garden Theater. Call Telecharge 212-239-6200. Back to G.I. Joe. So anyway, we move forward to the, uh, the, the, the inexplicably, the bad guy from Japan, uh, who is Cheese. It, 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 it says, I'm going to solve your uh, New York City Pizza Cats problem by bringing my robot from Japan, who's a giant Gaisha robot. Correct. And she's going to inexplicably destroy buildings for reasons I can't. I, I had a really hard time following the second half of this episode because no, it was just it was very stream of consciousness. The point A did not lead to point B, did Correct. not lead to point C. Yes. Was any of this explained? I'm, I'm going to guess no, but not not well enough. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a giant Gaisha robot, and uh, I did appreciate that the New York City Pizza Cats use their own Colt 45 Are on top of their pizza building. Geisha. Right. Uh, am I pronouncing it wrong? Yeah, I didn't want to uh, black explain how to say Japanese. I words. thought I was missing something in the called it, the robot, like a Gaisha. Is it the robot, movie called Memoirs of a Gaisha? Geisha. See, see, in my in my unfortunately white neighborhoods, we've all been pronouncing it wrong forever. This is a teachable moment for all of us. Like how you say sushi instead of sushi. I can't tell if you're joking or not. I've never heard it not pronounced that way. I am not cultured, I suppose. It's okay. It's what a, it's neighborhood a... pronounces it Gaisha? Well, I picked it up somewhere, so obviously the one I was in. I am honestly awestruck to the point of dumbfoundedness. <laughs> now, maybe I've heard it the, uh, the correct way, and it's just my brain How just could you not have? That. How could you not have? Well, How often do you world? talk about Gaishas in the Very world? rarely oh, do no, I talk I'm about doing this. It. Thank you. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, somehow we've reached a moment where all three of us are uncomfortable. I think we're doing it right. Because really, it should just be me that's uncomfortable. But somehow I brought the umbrella over both of you as well. And none of us are better for it. So it's, it, it's, it's geisha. Yeah, that's three syllables. <laughs> Shit. Okay, I white people. Say, white people at home, you can tweet at us at G.I. No, Joe Podcast. Not, absolutely. Hashtag, I, don't hear I messed word it up like Ray did. Ever again. I know I'm not the only one out there who's messing up that I word. I did like that they had a six shooter instead of that cannon. The Colt 45 was, was a nice touch because, gag. granted, that's a Texas thing. But you know what? America's America. Yeah, no, like in Japan, everything in America is Texas. Have you guys ever um, uh, talked to a person from another country and then no. at. Thank you. So, Chan, you're out. <laughs> Jeff, talk to someone from another country and then yes. ask them to do their American impression. Has that ever come up? Because I used to do that all the time and be like, what would be your American impression? Like, if, if you're Scottish, then I have a terrible Scottish impression that must sound like complete butt to you. It's, it sounds butt to people who don't even aren't even from there. If you're from there, it must be like extra bad. Mm -hmm. What is your American impression like? Uh, have you ever been in that situation before? Because they only do one of two two voices. It's always the same two voices, and they just do one or the other. 
Is it uh, always Dave Chappelle's white person voice? I wish it was. It is not. <laughs> uh, they do either John Wayne or they do Forrest Gump. <laughs> Those really? are the only two American voice. And I've done this at least a dozen times with people from all over Europe. Uh, uh, those are the ones I'm talking to who are not from this country, mm-hmm. and and that's it's always one of two. They're either doing Forrest Gump or John Wayne. John without Wayne, fail. John Wayne makes sense to me. Forrest Gump. It's 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 you, a weird you, trope. You, but you I don't know that's uh, that's real crazy. That uh, that's how people see Americans. You know, there are two things that Americans like: freedom and French fries. You know, that's my that's how Americans sound to me. <laughs> that's really good. Thank you. <laughs> I believed you were American. Thank you. So these. <laughs> So the Samurai Pizza Cats theme song in Japan is supposed to be like, we're Americans because we love freedom. Um, I, I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> Me neither. I don't even know why I asked the question. Well, let's go ahead and move forward to this geisha robot <laughs> who you. is destroying buildings. And this is where we really learn that Dee Dee is a dominatrix because she puts on the outfit and she's like, you all want me to stick my whip in you or whatever the F she's saying. It's very upsetting. It is not even masking. No, I mean, Dee Dee, I know you want to be punished and my kitty whip will do it, you bad boy. Oh, yeah. My. Yeah. 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 I felt something. And this is where we get to see the New York City Pizza Cats in action. And they are just tearing up this robot. They're not able to defeat it, but they are able to hurt it. They're killing, like, crows and stuff around mm-hmm. them, I think they were. Uh, uh, different uh, bird creatures. And they're just whooping on them with their, with their guns, their whip, their swords. And they're just getting it done. And I appreciated all of the above. Uh, and at which point, uh, the geisha robot goes into the forgive me attack, which is... It's it seems racist. That's racist, right? Like that's well, only it's not good. If it, so, like if I had a like robot and yeah. it like shucked and jived, you know what <laughs> yes. I mean? Yes, I it do. would be racist. I mean, maybe it's like an, in, an internalized racism, yeah. or like so. I don't, I don't know. Maybe right. It, but maybe what if uh, you had a TV show with the shucking jiving robot, and then Ray bought it and then dubbed it over with his uh, whiteness? Yes, because, like, if he changes it, then is it, like, untrue to, like, the original art? Like, yeah. you know, when yeah. um, when um, all white schools do... Um, A Raisin in the Sun? Yes. <laughs> I, I, I live for those productions because the sheer stones that it takes to even think that's even possibly a good idea. How loud the, is it hot outside? The, the level... The, I kept getting... I, when I was in, when I was a, a, a singer uh, back way back when, before I destroyed myself, um, and I could sing a bit, they used to give me like a, a Porgy and Bess and like all kind old man River. I was given in vocal class, and it never felt like it's a thing I should be doing ever. And I did it because that was the class, and that's what you did. I'm not gonna tell my teachers, sir. That's that's not appropriate. Uh, especially not in the mid '90s, where we were not as cultured as we are today. You, but you had to be racist back then. I think I think about those times, and I don't feel very good about the things that I didn't know were racist that were really, really bad. Uh, and, and, it, and it's true not just of racism, but of other aspects of of hatred as well. Of just stuff that's just ingrained into all of our youths, at least me. Uh, uh, I'll leave you two off the hook. <laughs> but like the stuff I look back on and that I have to think about, and I'm just like. Oh, that wasn't cool at all. And so I kind of think about stuff like this, and I think about how culturally this isn't helping <laughs> for the year 1990. 
uh, the fact that she, she she gets down on her knees and prays for forgiveness for committing terrible acts and is very submissive uh, as a character, it did not make me happy. I mean, it's a giant mecca, so I'm going to cut it a little slack, Yeah, especially since it leads to the uh, sneak attack, which, you know, eh, it's fine. I, okay. I guess I should be happy they don't refer to the sneak attack as a Pearl Harbor. <laughs> Probably not. I guess I could look Do forward to that. Do you know how difficult it was for me not to comment about the shooting at Pearl Harbor a couple weeks ago? I was like, I no, there's no, no, there's no <laughs> angle on this that would make this acceptable. I'm just, and I'm surprised uh, that I did not run across any comments about this sneak attack happening at the Pearl Harbor base uh just uh, for just a brief moment America just kind of just kept its shit together I mean it didn't last long though it didn't no last no long. for like 15 minutes <laughs> and I'll take what I can get in this day and age it's 15 more than we normally get so right wow sit in that moment cut it open like a tauntaun and live in it forever is that a star trek thing it yes they don't. I just want people to hate me on the just, internet. Just overnight. They don't. Can you hear the nerds clicking on their keyboards? <laughs> oh God, that's terrible. Okay, so um, okay, so this uh, samurai pizza cats uh, end up saving from the the Pearl Harbor attack of the giant geisha robot, and uh, they're all angry. Everybody's just angry, and and then they go to Central Park, and this is the part I don't understand because they say let's lure the robot to Central Park, but it seems to me like. They were there to stop the robot from destroying buildings. If the Samurai Pizza Cats left and went to Central Park, the robot could just continue destroying buildings. And well, no, they they let it. They you know the thing you do where you like draw them away, and so I, I they get drew it. the robot to the uh, what it thought was a forest. A forest and was confused. The, so were the Samurai Pizza Cats. They were very confused how this lush greenery could exist in the middle of a urban landscape. Well, no, the, the Pizza Cats knew what was going on because the uh, robot was all like, uh... Huh? They're hiding in those trees, but how can there be a forest in the middle of a city? It's not a forest, it's Central Park. So, yeah, they... So, just uh, one important thing. Yes. The sound design in the dub compared to the sub is so much worse. Oh, like really? uh the the music in like the the dubbed version is like a beat it's the 90s corny corny fun weird sound here's a fart uh (laughs) but like the sub like i actually the traveling scene i was like why am i like engaged i was like oh the like music for the traveling song which is it was like epic it was like like i would like look into it and like like you know they'll be like wait driving music because it's just like good music uh so like the voice acting and the sound design just make it a better show um that's but, fair. So you're saying like the original kind of took itself more seriously. It, and this it one was is... a much more serious. Okay. Uh, yeah. Like the like there are uh, like throwaway puns in like the um, sub version. Like when they hit the uh, um, Statue, Statue of Liberty, Liberty uh, they're like something something uh, Liberty. Wah, wah. <laughs> uh, I can't remember the actual bit. <laughs> I um, hope it was just that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. That would have made me happy. Something something Liberty. Wah, wah. <laughs> Uh, that's like my earliest experiences with anime in the early 90s 
uh, we're like buying the anime go editions in the clamshell cases, mm-hmm. oh, but sure. it came with fucking liner notes. And like for every episode, they're like, this here's the pun that they're yes. telling here. And it's a pun because it, you know, it's, it's based on the kanji word here. But then when they say it this way, it means this other thing. And like, they just went into so in depth. I'm like, I love this language because it allows you to make so many of these amazing uh, wordplay jokes and what like that. And like, you can't, you can't get that anywhere anymore, which is a real shame because there's so much stuff uh, that just gets lost in even a good sub. Um, yeah, that's all. I'm sad. I'm sorry. Thanks. I feel terrible for you right now, Chan. You should. Fair enough. Somebody want to get me the old uh, Ranma liner notes? I would oh. be deeply in your debt. That is a punny show. Oh yes. This is the point of the episode when I just wrote. Why is this? Just why? That is correct. Yeah. I really was having a very hard time at this point in the episode as the, the Samurai Pizza Cats join the, the, the New York City Pizza Cats to defeat the Geisha Robot in Central Park um, with a sword yes. that, that's like Naruto or Aang the Airbender style shooting the air that rips the thing in half. Ultimate attack, yes. Yep. The ultimate attack, finishing touch. The uh, Samurai Cat Slash. Yeah. And then all the bad guys blow up, and they blow up the building in a good bit, but not one that I understood on any level. Well, when you destroy one bad guy, and they're in proximity with their similarly faced uh, family bad guys. For example, there is one with a turban. Yes. Um, uh, They will all explode if one explodes. But they'll be back next week. Correct. Okay. Why not? Otherwise, you can't make a whole bunch of money. Well, you don't want to lose the character models, that's for sure. That is, it's that, <laughs> that is, those cells cannot be replaced that easily. Is right there. <laughs> uh, and then all the pizza cats make friends with each other, and some of them, it's, it's heavily implied, definitely get it on. That is correct. Very, very heavily implied. Would, one would argue these cats did some heavy petting. Nope. Heavy, that is not a good pet. Heavy mm-hmm. petting. Nope. Because it's. Just move right along. And that's the end of the show. What? The oath? I didn't. I didn't want to talk about that. But yes, keep going, Chad. Pizza cats oath. I Come did not. On that now. was very cultish to me, and I did not want to get. Would you want to just play it for the people at home? I mean, I don't know that they want to. to. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Samurai Pizza Cat Fan Club oath. The pizza cats are samurai, and I'd like to note. Your antics take your breath away. Like fur balls in your throat. We kittens are a special breed. We never call a retreat. Whenever Big Cheese knocks us down, we land upon our feet. So hail to thee, O Pizza Cat. Please ring your little bell. Although you may be pen and ink, we know you'll fight like Pizza Cats. Wow. Uh, I mean, was that necessary? No. Could it pad the episode and make them have to do less and save the money? Yes, yes. as well. Uh, two things. Uh, one, we're real under on this episode, so I definitely played the entire thing to pad out the episode. So it works on a meta level. Two, though, I loved... Uh, one of my favorite things about Pokemon was fucking Team Rocket. They basically busted out with an oath every time. But I love it when Team Rocket does it. That's right. wonderful. That right. is that is you know what that is? That is like a, an intro music to a pro wrestler. 
That's what that is. You need to have that every time. You mm-hmm. need that. You need that energy. You need to bring that because, especially if they're recurring, that's what, when when the glass breaks. Everybody gets hyped because Steve Austin's about to come to the mm-hmm. ring mm-hmm. every single time, and we'll watch him do it for like four minutes, <laughs> and we will never not be hyped during that four minute period of time. So when Team Rocket starts the oath, I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm, let's do to this to protect the world from desolation. Get angry at me, nerds. Hate me on the internet. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I had a knee-jerk reaction. I was about to be like, oh, right. Okay, I got you. All right. No, I'm pretty sure he did it right. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> no, I'm mad at my own bit. <laughs> uh, but no, I. But I, that's the thing. So when we end the episode with this weird oath, which I can only good assume is every episode. Because sure. you have a minute and a half. You already know the people, what they're about. What the people making the show are about. What the beautiful people at Saban Entertainment are about. But mm. when they have a 90-second long intro, <laughs> and it ends with not just credits, but a 30-second thing they could repeat over and over and over again, you know what this, what they're doing, and it's gross. And Well, yeah, but here's the thing. Like, uh, um, yeah, seven years later, you'd get Pokemon, which ended every episode with, like, Catch him, catch him, gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all, Pokemon. And now we're gonna rattle off fucking 20, uh, po- actually, I think it was 30 Pokemon names, and then we're gonna do that again tomorrow, and we're gonna do that five days a week till we get all 150. But they were trying to teach you 150 o- Pokemon names. Why? And I appreciate it, because you need to know. Why? You have to know. You have to know. <laughs> Dugong is one of the most important Pokemon. <laughs> if I didn't know what Dugtrio was, I wouldn't want to live. Yeah. Uh, I when I watched that, I was like, "Why aren't we teaching children fucking science with this?" Because every you are, child because in you America, learn that ice beats grass, and then you're like, "Oh, that's oh. why global warming is bad." You know the other thing you learn, Chan? Evolution. Yeah. So check your privilege, Chan. <laughs> <laughs> that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. <laughs> Oh, okay. so Chad, remember when me and you did the first episode of Pokemon for that uh, website for Scener? <laughs> very, very <laughs> vaguely. Guys, if you haven't checked it out, uh, myself and Chan have a channel on this uh, thing a called Scener. Yeah, and we C- did like five episodes, I think three, maybe. I want to say like- we did three because we did an episode of Top Chef. We did an episode of Legion and we did an episode of Pokemon. And they did not bring us back. Well, it's not so much that. I believe, and I believe the scam of Cena of the original Inception was let's pay them a reasonable amount of money to do these episodes for us, and then we'll put it online. They'll love that they're now uh, internet famous after this thing. They'll see themselves up there, and and, and then they'll just want to make it for free till the end of time. We pay <laughs> them this one time, and then they'll want to do every episode of Legion and Pokemon, and they'll just they'll fill our channel with free content after one time of payment, and they turned out to not know us at all. <laughs> That's how they got uh, Keanu Reeves. He did the second and third John Wicks for free. That's correct. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't sign the three-year deal until you look at the numbers you first. You have to look at the numbers Yeah, it's first. like $10 million and then zero and zero. But mm-hmm. he just said, three-picture deal, I'm in. Yeah. Don't make that mistake at home, But that's kids. job stability, though, so you, it's it's a trade-off. You At least know? he's working. Yeah. yeah I, I, I'm, I'm happy for him. Yeah. I'm happy for that guy to get work finally. Mm-hmm. You know, Finally, he gets a break in this time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so if you have a chance to go to, I think it's senior.com, it's SC. E-N-E-R. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like slash Ray and Chan. Uh, forward or backslash? 
I, you know what? Both. Take your pick. We'll just put them both in. <laughs> what a bold click. Open one in Foxfire and one in Chrome and try it both Foxfire? ways and see what you get. Is that a thing? He said Foxfire. Yeah, he did. It's Foxfire thing? Yeah. Yeah, Mozilla uh, Foxfire. <laughs> Use your Netscape navigator. How dare you get out of here? <laughs> But anyway, uh, I'm just since we are a little under on this episode, I just want to pitch that because I do think I do think that our content on there was fantastic. Was thoroughly mediocre. <laughs> uh, I believe in it. Hey, uh, just as a quick note, it turns out those uh, um, liner notes that I used to really love—they're uh, from Viz, not Animago—are oh. uh, online. You can search for them, like uh, Ranma um, translation notes PDF. And someone scanned them, so they're out Thank there. Thank you, Internet, wherever oh, you are. Bless you all. Wonderful people. You could really get anything you want on the Internet. Yeah, uh, I could. I found uh, drugs there. You guys heard you of... found uh, drugs? Yeah, Bitcoin. <laughs> Have you, you heard, heard of drugs? Bitcoin? Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I only work in Dogecoin, oh. so uh, I'm not doing now. as well. It's up. Is it up? Finally. Yeah. yeah. I put $3 into Dogecoin. Yeah, and it, you're probably a billionaire, dude. It has not paid off. But so maybe sorry. if I look today, it's all changed. Check it while uh while I you know, I if you guys I've got some fun facts. I've got lots of all right. hip observations. Uh also uh Chen, can you pull up the like uh Hawaiian uh cat like dialogue? Okay, I'm gonna look up Doge going okay. with your fun yes. facts will change. So gets that. uh so one uh in the Japanese version of the song the lyrics say we're metallic ninjas with tails. So <laughs> like there's there's probably something to unpack there, but like that's her description. So sure. it is um it, it it like the fact that they have to acknowledge the fact that they have tails makes me feel like maybe cats aren't as much of their identity as we attribute. You know, well, there are those like stubtail cats, and that's mm-hmm. it. Might be like a more of a thing uh, in Japan, kind of like how the uh, Scottish fold cats. Mm-hmm. There's more of them there. Uh, like cats and pets in general in Japan are much rarer, a lot more expensive. So, kind of, I, I think like uh, because there aren't as many of them, they tend to be like higher grade and more pedigree, and, and I think probably uh, like some of those uh, no-tail cats are a thing. Maybe, maybe, guys. If I could step in really quick, Doge Dogecoin, as of this recording, what you... is worth point zero zero two cents per Dogecoin. And how many coins do you have? Uh, a thousand. So that is two dollars. Yeah, and as you can see, this is the chart from the last month. I'm so. It's nice. going straight down. Oh, are you on a Robinhood? Yes. Uh, are we sponsored by Robinhood? Uh, we should be. Okay. Uh, because this thing about investing, it's so hard. And every time you pay somebody to make a deal, you're losing your own money. You are. That's why I use Robinhood, the app, to and, buy stocks. And this is the thing. If you say, uh, uh, if you use the code Robert, Jeff, and Ray uh, upon signing up, <laughs> you can get three Dogecoins. <laughs> three Dogecoins. <laughs> or roughly point zero zero six cents. Yes. <laughs> In fact, if you do that, I'll just give you three Doge coins. <laughs> we'll all we'll give figure them out a way to do it. And We're trying fine. to get rid of them. It's fine. <laughs> I did it. As, I did it for the lulls, and then it spiked really high, and I went, "Oh, this thing's going through the roof." So I bought another two dollars of Doge coins, <laughs> and then it was like literally less than half of what it's worth when I did that. I'm so sorry, guys. I may have lost a dollar. <laughs> I'm okay. So, hey, I interrupted the fun facts. Please keep going. No, no, it's okay. Uh, do you have uh, that? Uh, that yeah, wine? yeah. Doing here quickly, dear. The magic chant. Peep the cat, go away. Come again some other day. Peep, we can eat now, dear. They're gone. Good. 
Great. Okay. Because I wasn't sure. Uh, in the sub, they're talking about how much they love the Pizza Cats, which is such a weird change to me. They're like, oh, cool. It's the Pizza Cats. Goodbye, Pizza Cats. Have fun. Right? Uh, which so, is what you think the dialogue should be. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know why they like were like, you know what? Kids aren't going to be able to uh, relate to loving things. So let's what? just make them hate them. <laughs> I mean, apparently, Saban, like, they got the translations and they were all trash. So they completely rewrote the dialogue. Uh, so probably in earlier episodes that they're referring to, uh, they rewrote what happened to them. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I, I just got the vibe from that scene, though, that uh, if you see the pizza cats, that means that there's something terrible happening in your neighborhood that requires the pizza cats attention. Yeah. When there's something strange in your neighborhood. Who are you going to call? Yeah. Samurai Pizza Samurai Pizza, Samurai pizza Cat. Honestly, That's I would how rather that, watch that, that goes. than yeah. the uh, new Jason Reitman. Um, so, but if you see yeah. the Samurai Pizza Cat show up in your neighborhood, you got to be like, oh, no. Yeah. Like, I could die today. But so, that, isn't that every day in America? Like, can we I mean, talk yeah. for a second? <laughs> yeah, no, this is good conversation. Guns kill thousands of people. And I, I, fentanyl. I wish, I wish like, I is that how that's pronounced? Oh, fentanyl? Yeah, fentanyl. Fentanyl. Oh, wow. Guns loaded with fentanyl kill hundreds. <laughs> but every it's not guns day. loaded with fentanyl that kill people. It's people with guns people loaded. With- <laughs> Guys, what we're trying to say here is everything should be legal. <laughs> That's the message of knowing is half the podcast. Do you have any more fun facts, Jeff? Um, uh, just quick question: Why is their boss a dog? Like, there's like a weird. Their boss really is a dog. They are cats. Their enemy is a mouse. Well, I think that's the hierarchy of animals. I guess. Dogs are a step above cats in the eyes of oh, Japan. Man. I mean, if we see, if, if Tom and Jerry has taught us anything, is the the dog will beat up on the cat who will beat up on the mouse who is protected by the dog. So yeah. that's a real cycle of life right there. Mm-hmm. And the winds of fortune. My last thing. Yes. Uh, is uh, as much as I love Prince as a character because he is such a sexy cat. Um, who's made me question my like sexuality in like <laughs> deep and profound ways? Um, uh, I love Sundance Kid because even in the sub, half of his dialogue is in English. Uh, oh, wow. So is that like <laughs> one of my favorite things in anime is uh, when characters uh, like have uh, like a lot of English words yeah. uh, because you'll just be like. Oh, he just said hello in English. <laughs> uh, but he's like such a cool guy. Uh, and he's so much cooler on the sub. I know I'm that guy who's saying that the sub is superior, but it is. Everything about it is. A, it's just a better show. I would watch the sub of Samurai Pizza Cat. Uh, the dub is hot garbage that I might, if I like did drugs... I might do. Yeah. Which you could easily buy with Bitcoin. Are we sponsored by Bitcoin? <laughs> we should be. Bitcoin. Bitcoin. And you know where you can buy Bitcoin? Robin Hood. That is correct. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go on there with your special guest code. Ray, Robert, Jeff. And you can get... I will not give you a Bitcoin. I will not I give do you not a have bit. that kind of money. That is so much money. It's a lot of money. <laughs> Too much money. Can I give you like point zero zero? Zero one of a Bitcoin. I don't even know Is if you want to give them that much. That's probably that's like a hundred dollars. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Guys, Bitcoin's worth a lot right now. Never mind. Enjoy it well before it crashes. In fact, <laughs> sell your Bitcoin. Yeah. Also, didn't it crash? It's crashed a few times. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, it's probably not going to, you know, I don't know. 
I'm no, I have an MBA, but I don't know things about like how the economy works, even though that's what I studied. Oh, you know? It's a giant <laughs> shell game that makes no sense, and it's all based on nothing. I don't know how shell games work. Yes, I'm a magician, so I do know how <laughs> shell games literally work. <laughs> literally, that's a thing you do know. That is correct. <laughs> Uh, and that's our show, Jeffrey. Tell the people at home how they can reach out to you on social media and any places they can find you online. Yeah, uh, you know, One Black Jeff uh, on Twitter, uh, or uh, I have a website, www.jeffthat.com. Uh, think F that, but just make a make it a Jeff. It's a dumb pun, and it works for me. Um, and that, that, that's got links to my things. Say hi. Uh, tell me about how I said something wrong. I want somebody... I, I said some Japanese words wrong just to piss you off, so see if you can catch them <laughs> up. Yeah, I did that too, guys. That's the real thing. I really did. I said it. I said it wrong on purpose to mess with the internet. Geisha. I mean, I I know. <laughs> Just making sure everybody else knows. It's public service. <sighs> Chen, anything you want to plug? Nothing. Well, I'd like to plug. <laughs> Uh, a game called Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Now, maybe you've heard of this game. Uh, maybe maybe uh, you've seen an ad for it in your local bus stop. But uh, it's a cool game, and I worked on it, and it's very popular. And we're in the holiday season. So if you consider gifts for people, consider Call of Duty Modern Warfare a video game that is very uh, good. And I, I my name is in the credits. So you can enjoy that. That's a game. You can check us out on social media. You can check us out at G.I. Joe Podcast on Twitter or Facebook.com slash Knowing is Half the Podcast or even Patreon.com. If you can imagine how much you've enjoyed this episode and you think to yourself, I would pay for more of that. Somebody probably would. Patreon.com slash Knowing is Half the Podcast. You can go in there for $5. Receive access to our bonus vault with about 60 bonus episodes. And and we just gave away t-shirts. And, and I'm wearing one right now. And it's great. And that's what you need to know about that. Anything I'm missing, guys? Um, ha- Happy holidays? Your mother. I miss your mother. Call her once in a while, why don't you? Guys, I feel like the show went hard off the rails like 10 minutes ago, and we've just been rolling and having a great time doing it since then. I hope it was half as entertaining for the people at home as it was for us here in the studio. Probably not, though. I'm going to call my lawyer. <laughs> I'm going to talk. I'm going to call my tax guy. Wait a second. You know what? I'm going to call what? my tax guy. Wh- wait, wait a minute. Are you what? are you cheating on me, Jeff? I have 200 clients. <laughs> wow, this is whew, This is this is a revelation. Man. I'm a tax slut. <laughs> Please put that on your business cards. I really should. <laughs> Jeff does all our taxes. Okay, good night, everybody. (laughs) They're so bad. They've got more fur than any turtle ever had. Stronger than old cheese. Stronger than dirt. Don't hurt me. The villain who's lower than low.
Monkey World of Ball Effects, go eat a piece of pie! <laughs> hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, Give it up, Jimmy. You gotta sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say, Breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in, it's Breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. <laughs> 